Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church, coming to your homes live from Portland, Oregon. We are a people of worship, work, and prayer, ready to serve the Lord, ready to serve with the community, and ready to withstand the enemy. Thank you for choosing to worship with us today. It is our prayer that during our worship experience that your love for God will be intensified, your faith be stirred, your hands get to clapping, and your feet get to dancing. After this song of preparation, be prepared to join Pastor Kimberly K. Black and the Greater St. Stephen's Church family as we bless the Lord. Magnificent and glorious, come on, magnificent and glorious, magnificent and glorious, magnificent and glorious. 
And every Sunday, every every day is Black History Day. Because we are black. We and we deserve to be celebrated. We we we've been through some stuff and we still going through some stuff. And so we, we deserve to be celebrated. Amen. And you all look wonderful in your African attire. Yes! Mother Glow, I love it. Yes! Sister Vicky, everybody. Sister Janetta, go ahead and stand up. I'm just going to mess with you for a minute. Amen. You look so wonderful. Amen. You all look so wonderful today, and we are so excited um, that, that God has blessed us to be um, able to share in this celebration as we celebrate um, our brothers and sisters that did so much for us. Um, Brother Jonathan, would you like to stand and, and greet us? Amen. Hallelujah. We are so thankful. So grateful. Amen. So grateful. So thankful. Amen. Pastor Trish, would you like to share anything, my sister? <laughs> it is the day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, I called on the Lord and got an answer. How many of you ever called on him? How many of you ever called on him and he showed up and he showed out? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Amen. Sister Sheila, amen. God bless you, my sister. Would you like to have words this morning? Yes, ma'am. Amen. 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 If we have any callers that's calling in for the first time, and this is your first time worshiping with us, we definitely want to recognize you. And so we ask at this time that you would press one on your phone and we can bring you on live. Amen. So that you may bring up greetings from your city, your state, and say good morning to the church family. If there's one, press one on your phone. And if not, we're going to keep it moving. Amen. Amen. Well, we're all family on the line. Amen. We're all family on the line. Amen. Uh, as I stated, this is Black History Month, and also there were some folks that were born in this month of February that sit here among them today. Amen. <laughs> and, and we want to recognize all of those born in the month of February. Amen. Uh, we have our very own Mother Carolyn Mays on February 16th. Mother Hazel Blanton on February 21st. Yes, yes. Our very own Brother Farrell Mack on the 25th. Woo-hoo. And our very own Deaconess Cassandra Frank Robinson on the 29th. Hallelujah. And as you know, there is no 29th today, this month, this year. But we still going to celebrate, amen? We're going to celebrate because you are here and we are grateful. So we want to say to all of you, happy birthday. Are there any other February birthdays? Did we miss anybody? Well, all right, Brother Johnson, when's your birthday? The 19th, yes! Happy birthday, happy birthday. We hope and pray that God will bless you, that God will keep you in his perfect will as you celebrate another year. Remember that it is by his grace, it is by his mercy that you are still here. Amen. Amen. This is first Sunday. This is the Sunday that we do our drawing of our Safeway card for $35. Amen. The rule is you must be in the house or on the line, amen, to receive it, amen. And so I'm getting ready to spin the little wheel here. Let's see who's next. Let me hear you make some noise. If you want to be next, if you want to be next. Come on, y'all ain't making no noise for me. Hallelujah, amen. Brother Farrell Mack, amen. Do it again. Brother Farrell said do it again. I'm like, y'all better make some noise. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. Amen. Get excited. Tell somebody because you can buy some food, buy some gas. Baby, need some diapers. What a glory in the cleanser. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Farrell. Thank you so much. Amen. 
Amen. Come on, put your hands together. Amen. It is such a blessing. It is such an honor to be able to give to the family. Amen. We always talk about doing ministry outside, and we want to we want to take care of the folks on the outside, and we want to make sure they their needs are met. But don't you know that folks in the house that need some needs to be met? So I want to say thank you to you all for helping us meet the needs of each other. Because y'all do this. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Amen. Yes, we do. Uh, amen. Praise the Lord for that. Amen. And now we are going to, I want to make sure I don't miss anything. Um, as we celebrate Black History Month, uh, we are, as you see this Sunday, dressed in our African attire. Next Sunday, what are we going to do? Red, black, and green. Amen. Any combination of your red, black, and green because they represent what? This girl said money. We didn't have no money. Where you come from? It represents the land. We was wealthy. The land, the blood, and our color. So we're going to wear any combination of the red, black, and green. And then on the third Sunday, we're doing HBCUs. HBCUs. Yeah, HBCUs. We're going to um, have some information. Y'all know I've been working hard. I've been trying to get somebody here from the United Negro College Fund, um, but um, the, the, their, their board chair, uh, Miss Michelle Harper, will be out of town, but she does plan to come and worship with us, and she's going to make sure we have some information so that we will be informed about what's going on. There is a chapter here in Portland. And they are doing great work. Amen. Our very own Brother Jeremiah. Okay, let me say it right. Brother J.C. Jeremiah joined her. Amen. Has been selected to go on their historical black college tour that will be leaving here in April. Amen. And so we are excited for Brother Jeremiah. Looking forward to hearing him come back and share all the information that he um, will learn as they travel through Atlanta. Yes, yes. And then, y'all, we'll, we'll hear about it later. There are so many historical black colleges right there in Atlanta. We're going to hear about it next week. Amen. And then the fourth Sunday is Family and Friends Day, and we're having what? Yes, Oh, Landmark Day. So we want to invite you to come and join us. We're at 3605 Northeast Mallory in Portland, Oregon, and on the fourth Sunday, we'll be wearing our old Landmark Day clothes and aprons and bonnets and overalls, and everyone that comes will receive a sack lunch. I wasn't there, but back in the day, they used to say when, when folks would travel across country on the bus, their grandmom and them would pack them a lunch, and it would be a piece of chicken piece of bread, piece of cake, and something to drink. And that's what we're going to send y'all home with on the, on the fall Sunday. Hey, man. So come and join us and have a good time. Our mother's ministry has been hosting this for years, and it has shifted so that we can uh, we still live in this pandemic. Hey, man, we, we're still living in a pandemic, and we're shifting so that we can still celebrate our culture our heritage, and the shoulders of those of whom we stand upon. Um, our mother, Gloria, our chair lady, has asked each of us to give $23. That's easy. That's a couple of trips to Popeye's, McDonald's, Burger King, and Starbucks. Okay? 
That, that's the twenty-three dollars right there. Right, right there. So you just miss, miss, miss them four spots this week, you know, and you can give your twenty-three dollars, amen, that Mother has asked us to do, amen. We've got some great things that we are going to be doing in the Lord, amen. Uh, just as way of black history, I know that we didn't do our traditional, uh, have people get up and give tributes and talk about people, but I, I just felt pressed upon to share with us a name. And so each Sunday I will share a name. Because everybody knows Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks, Fresh Douglas, the Journal of Truth, Harriet Tubman, Shirley Chisholm, uh, Mary McLeod Bethune. We know all of those great people. But I wanted to make sure that I give us a name that was maybe unfamiliar to us. And some of us might know of this name, Dr. Ronald Shirley. Dr. Ronald Shirley, born in 1945. He's a Jamaican-American. He died in 2013. He was a classical and jazz pianist and composer. He did all of this during a time that as he traveled the country in a car with a white driver, there were only certain hotels that he could sleep in and certain restaurants he could eat in. But they didn't have a problem with him playing. And so, if you are interested in learning more about the Green Book, uh, Netflix, and Amazon is showing it this month. Amen? Amen? So it's called The Green Book. It was a film that was recorded in 2018. A lot of history, a lot of information. Um, it doesn't tell his whole story, but you'll get, you'll get the picture. You'll get a good understanding, and then you'll begin to um, have an appreciation for some classical music and some jazz and some spiritual music. Amen? Got to be holistic. Amen? Got to be holistic. So that, that's our, our piece for black history. Uh, let's, let's look to the Lord. Let's look to his word. I want to say thank you for all of you for your prayers this morning. Uh, we went over to New Hope, Mother and I. And got there at 10 o'clock this morning, and um, the Lord just came on in, and I was sitting there praying because you couldn't hear the praise of worship leader. He's holding on to the mic, and she was singing in the mic. I said, I rebuke you, demon. Get up out that sound system, because I'm not going to stand up here and holler and use what little voice I have, because I'm still got to go home and preach. And so when I got the mic and began to exalt the Lord, I said, okay, God, thank you. There is some power in prayer. And so we, we, it all worked out. Mother said it was because of the music. I don't know, because I was hyped with the music. Y'all know I love music. It's just something about music. And they sang some wonderful, good songs. And so I was, I was caught up in the moment. But as we um, get ready to look to our word, let's go to the Lord in prayer. A gracious Father, we just thank you for your um, amazing grace and your presence that you in this place. We thank you, Father, for what you have uh, done thus far. We have, now as we look to your word, we uh, appreciate you, Father, for speaking to us and speaking through us. Give us a good understanding, God, that we may be excited about your word and go and study your word even the more. And we give you all glory, we give you all praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Our God, I ask that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. 
Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer. And the people of God said, Amen. Amen. Our lesson today comes from the book of Colossians, another book that was written by the Apostle Paul. Amen. The book of Colossians. Colossians talks to us about Christology. Christology is the study of Christ. If you want to know anything about Christ, you need to study the book of Colossians. It will will get you where you need to get to. Amen? The book of Colossians. This letter um, was written to um, a faithful group of Christians. They were faithful. They were faithful. Paul did not organized them. He did not find this church. This church was founded by a man who had been converted by Paul. His name was Apophis. Apophis. He was from um, Colossus. And, and it was because of the work that he did, Paul found it fitting to give them a shout out. To, 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 to brag and boast about their love for God. All right? Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 through 20. And I'm going to um, make sure that I um, got all my notes here so I don't miss nothing because this is good to me. A reading from the King James Version, it says, Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones, thrones, or dominions, or principalities, or powers. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things, exist, consist. He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might be the premises. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Verse 20 says, and having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Again, this letter was written by the Apostle Paul. It was written while Paul was in prison. Why was Paul in prison this time? <laughs> He was announcing that Jesus is the resurrected Lord and King. Let me tell you a little bit about the book of Colossians. We find in this two prayers. Counsel, why are you why are you pointing this out to us? We are a church of prayer. We are people that pray. We believe in the power of prayer. We have prayer, uh, Elder Minneweather, every day at 12 noon. Elder Minneweather holds that. We have prayer every Tuesday and Thursday. 
Deacon and Cassandra host that. On the first Wednesday of every month, we have prayer. You'll truly host that. We are praying church. And so I wanted to point out to you that there are prayers found in the first chapter of Colossians. All right? What is Paul praying for? So he opens up the, the first couple of verses. He, he opens up thanking God for the faithfulness that the people have toward God. Can somebody be thankful for your faithfulness towards God? Or do they look at you and say, ooh, he is so wishy-washy with his faith? Ooh, she's so sometimey with her faith. You, you, you check on her today. Next week you check on her. Girl, I'm just so mad. I'm just so upset. I'm just so angry. That's okay to be that. But our faith in God should give us that attitude that Brother Joel had. Though he's me. Yes, but I trust him. So, baby, all is good because I see the future. I know I'm going through, and God didn't bring me through this thing to leave me. So I, I'm good. I, I, I'm a, I might be struggling to pay some bills, but I'm good. I might got some aches and pains in my body, but I'm good. Yeah, there's so much hell going on in the world, but I'm good. Because I know the Father. I know the one that is greater. I know where my help comes from. I know Jesus Christ. He's my Lord and Savior. So can anybody talk about your faithfulness to God? Not to greater St. Stephen. Not to Pastor Black. Because all this don't go away. This is not here forever. Pastor Black, y'all gonna celebrate one day. I hope I get some time. But you're gonna celebrate one day. But will we, will, we, will we say she was faithful unto God, fought the good fight of faith, held firm to the word of God, the prayer warrior, the intercessor. We sad. We're going to miss her. But she was faithful. That's the bottom line. That's all, that's all we all trying to live to do is be faithful unto God to the very end. I want to be found faithful. I want to be found doing what's right. Please it in the sight of God. I and you might not like me. That's all right. That's okay. Because you ain't got no heaven or hell to put me in. It's for God I live and God I die. And he may be glorified. So verses 3 through 5, Colossians chapter 1, Paul, he is thankful to God. So he prayers a prayer of thanksgiving. So remember. There's different types of prayers. So this one is a prayer of thanksgiving. And he's thanking God for the faithfulness of the people of God. And he's thanking God that they have a love and a hope for God and each other. We can't lose hope in the world, saints. We cannot lose hope in the world. Yes, it's going crazy. Every time you turn around, 
there's a new plague, there's a new phantom, there's been a new shooting, there's been a new death, there's been a new homicide, there's been a new crime committed. We cannot lose hope. Our hope is in Christ. Our future is bright. Because we already know the story. What? We win. We win. We win. So the next prayer he prays, verses 9 through 10. Now this is a prayer that we should all pray for each other. He prayed that the people would have a greater wisdom and a greater spiritual understanding. Ooh, ain't that rich? Ain't that rich? When you pray for me, pray that God gives me wisdom. And that God gives me a greater understanding. Not of, of, of the times that we living in, because this this has already been fulfilled. The times that are here, we'll, we read about the times. We read about phantoms. We read about diseases and pestilence. We read about war and rumors of war. None of this stuff should surprise us. Because it's in the book. So pray for each other. Pray that we all get good, greater wisdom. Pray that we all get a spiritual understanding. This um, book, this letter here, is, 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 is full of echoes of language about the image of God from Genesis chapter 1, Exodus chapter 40, Psalm 2, Psalms 8, Psalm 68, and Proverbs 3. When you read through Colossians, you will hear language that's found in Exodus, Genesis, Psalms, and Proverbs. In the middle of this chapter, which is where our lesson brings us to this afternoon, we find Paul placing a poem right in the middle. Anybody like a good poem? Anybody like a good poem? Some of us got poems that we can recite. I used to could recite uh, Langston Hughes, Life of Me Ain't Been No Christopher. I used to recite them. You know, some of us have poems that we can recite. Some of us can recite the poem by Dr. Maya Angelou and still I rise. Come on now. There, there are poems that, that, that mean something to us that, that help us get courage and help us go stronger, help us be braver, to help us, you know, stand still and stand firm. That's what I told you both this morning. It's the time to stand firm. There are poems that help us press towards a mark. There are poems that help us live holy and live righteous. There are poems that are helping us Make it through the day. Mm. Here we find verses 15 through 20, a poem to help the Colossians and to help us do what this passage of Scripture is telling us to do. Here we find this poem being the centerpiece of this Scripture that talks about the crucified and exalted Christ. We just read that, right? Talks about the crucified and exalted Christ. Verse 15 causes our attention and helps us to focus 
our attention on Christ, the image of God, not not his physique. I don't know if you know he had you know the body of Roman Reigns. Oh, y'all don't know Roman Reigns. Okay, I don't know if he was bow-legged like Denzel Washington. I don't. I know. I like Westerners. I don't. I don't know if he had nice curly hair. I mean, I mean that's that's not important when we're talking about the image of God. What's important is is that the image of God must live inside of me. The image of God that I'm looking for is that. Am I kind? Am I loving? Am I forgiving? Am I compassionate? Am I am I am I am I not a selfish individual? That's that's the image that, that he wants us to see. What what he wants us to see is that um, Christ was there at the very beginning. Our lesson is entitled uh, the supremacy of Jesus Christ. And the word supremacy means the state or the quality of being supreme. And supreme is being that of the highest in ranking or authority. He's the big dog, y'all. <laughs> he, he's the top dog. He was, he was there. He was there when Jesus, uh, when God said, let us. He was there. When, when, when God breathed breath into Adam's nostrils, Jesus was. Before the foundation of the world, Jesus was. Before Mary was on the scene, Jesus was. So Jesus, without Jesus, nothing exists. All things were created by him. Him and the Father are one. John says, if you see the Father, you see me. They are one. We cannot separate them. It's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to jump too much into this lesson because of the sake of time, but I just wanted to give us what the introduction was going to be because, as you know, our writer keeps us in Colossians for the next couple of Sundays. And so I'm just trying to whet your appetite so that when you get home, you'll read the Sunday school lesson. That's all I'm trying to do is just give you a little meat, you know, because you get a good piece of meat. You want to keep on eating until you get down to the clinical. Then you just want to lift the, the body you talk off your finger. That's what I'm trying to do for you today. What I'm trying to do, that's what I'm trying to do. So I'm, I'm not really going to touch this lesson in detail, but I'm just trying to whet the appetite so that when you get home, you want to study the Sunday school lesson. You want to put your book down and don't go back and get it until it's time to come to church on Sunday. But you'll take it with you when you go to the doctor's office, when you go to dialysis, when you go sit at the, well, you can't really read it at the nail shop, but uh, <laughs> I have mine playing in my ear sometimes, and my nail tech is like, she calls me mama. She says, mama, are you going to talk today? I'm like, girl, no, I didn't come here to talk to you. <laughs> Be quiet, do my nails, I'm listening. <laughs> But, but, but we ought to find that time to get in the Word of God. The Word of God is so rich. It is so powerful. It's what we need today. So, so the, 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 this book talks about the supremacy of God. 
And this is one of the three major themes in the book of Colossians. Paul prays for the church to give thanks to God for the deliverance and the redemption of sin, which he has accord, um, accorded the church through the blood of Jesus Christ. And then he tells us that all the things that we have and all the things that we do come from God. Amen. Amen. We live in a society that habitually ignores God. But they're not, they're not trying to acknowledge him at all, knowing that they need him. They, they read the Bible. If, if you all ever get to go to Washington, D.C., I want to tell you, stop by the Bible Museum. Don't, don't miss out. There's a lot of museums to go to. You know black history. I mean, it's beautiful to see. But you need to go by the Bible Museum. Because so much of the Word of God is inscribed throughout buildings in Washington, D.C. Can't figure out why they can't abide by the Word of God. Can't figure it out. It's been surrounded, Mother Harris, by the Word of God. On buildings, on statues, in the ground. The Word of God. Not poems and riddles and jokes. The Word of God. But we live in a society that ignores God. Yet God wants us to make friends with him through his son Jesus. And he's made it possible. He's made it possible. Paul goes on to talk about Christ being the firstborn. We're going to get into that more. So that, that was one of the key words. He's the firstborn, not in a, in a chronological order, right? But he, he was the firstborn because he was there with God when God said, let there. He was the first one to be born, the first one to die and rise again from the dead. He was the first one. So we're going to really tap into this. We're going to look at this, and we're going to get a good understanding of what Paul is saying to us. But what I want us to know that Christ is the head of the church. And there was something in this book that I read last night, and it kind of made me chuckle because it um, – it, it said that uh, a church without God, did y'all read that? Y'all didn't read that book? Okay, y'all, see, that's why, that's why I had to wait y'all's appetite so that y'all would go back and read. Uh, it said a church without God is a dead church. Mm. Mm, goes right there. We, we're saying a church without a community and a community without a church it's unacceptable. But Paul is saying that church, if they ain't got no God, it's a dead church. And so what good is a dead church to a community that needs a living God? So it don't work, do it. We can't transform this world by going outside and doing some magic hocus pocus stuff. Because they're going to look it up and, and <laughs> give us a few choice words. But if we go in the power in the name of Jesus Christ, in the image of God, they'll either receive it or reject it. And they won't be rejecting you and me. They'll be rejecting Jesus Christ. So it is up to you and I to live out the image of God. I want you to take, take out some time to read through this lesson 
uh, read through this lesson and and embrace what Paul is saying to us as a church. Christ is ahead of us, and if Christ is ahead of us, then then, then there should be some fall down. There should be some fall down. I, I I know all of us grew up in the home, and we thought our mama was the trickiest, our daddy was the meanest. We we thought that because they 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 set this order. Don't you walk out this house and embarrass me? Now what you talking about embarrassing? I embarrass you. Well, that's what Jesus is saying to us today. Don't you leave this church, walk outside, and embarrass me. Live in the image of God. Represent me. You ain't got to wear no bumper sticker. You ain't got to wear no T-shirt that says, I'm saved, I'm sanctified, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Because folks wear that stuff and ain't. So let it be the life that we live. Let people see our actions. Because faith without work is dangerous. I'm gonna stop right there so we can we can we can do our sacrament and move forward because verse twenty is is, is literally why why we are communing together today. The peace that we have is not peace that we got on our own. It was because of what Christ did for us on the cross. It was because of the blood that was shed on Calvary over 2,000 years ago for us before we were even born, before the foundation of the world. Christ knew his assignment was to come to the world to live and, and all the other stuff was extra. To turn the water into wine, that was extra. Pulling fish off fish and bread off bread, extra. Raising Peter's mother-in-law, extra. Touching Derek's daughter, bringing her back to life, extra. His assignment was to die. He crucified on the cross to bring us back into right relationship with God the Father. He did all the other stuff because we just hard-headed. We just, just show me. <laughs> what's, what's that man? May God, what's his name? Oh, show me the money, man. What's his name? Cruz, Tom Cruise, that's his name. But that, that, that movie, him and, and Danny Fox, right? That's what he said. Cuba Gooding Jr., Cuba Gooding Jr., okay. He said, show me the money. That's how we act. Show me the miracles. Show me the signs. Show me the wonders. Then I believe. Can I say he ain't got to show me nothing? I know that he was crucified for my sins. I know that he hung on the cross for my sins. I know that it was his blood that cleanses me from all sin and shame. I know without a shadow of a doubt I'm saved. Been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And as we come today to commemorate his death, burial, and his resurrection, I want to encourage those of you that are at home to, to get a cracker. It's a cracker. Some bread. Get something. Has everybody in the house been served? 
deaconess is, is, is making sure we've all been served. Amen. Get you some juice, some water, some milk, something. And if you get some wine, just get a thimble full. <laughs> That's all you need for communion. Amen. I ain't gonna bust nobody's book. We want to commune together. Aiden, you look nice in your African attire. You look nice. Let's prepare. Let's prepare to commune. Let's prepare to commune. I hope you've been blessed this morning by our worship. Amen. Amen. Truly, God is in the midst of us. And it's his desire that we come to know him in the fullness of power and his resurrection. And so the Bible gives us clear instruction that when we prepare to take communion, we do a self-examination. Only God knows our heart. I can't see your heart. I see all your beautiful colors, but I can't see your heart. And thank God I can't. Thank God. But God does. And we can't hide from him. And we sure can't fool him. Bible said all have sinned, fallen short of the glory of God. Revelation says there's going to come a time when people will not even repent of their wrongdoing. Let us not be of that generation but well, let's make it a habit to repent. And repent means to turn away. Stop doing it. You know that sin separates us from God. So we must do what's right and pleasing in this sight. When Jesus was with his disciples in the upper room, Mother, are you okay? Okay, Mother, can we get another communion set for Mother, please? Mama, you're fine, sweet mom. Amen. They're coming. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Give you time to get that open. Amen. But truly, God has been good to us. What He's done for us, nobody else will do. Nobody else is going to die for us. They ain't going to want to. They might die for us, but they ain't going to want to be. And Dr. King didn't want to die. But Jesus wanted to die for us. And it's his blood that washes us and cleanses us. And makes us move and come back of him. When Jesus was with his disciples in the upper room, he took the bread, blessed the bread, broke it, gave it to them. He said, take a deep. In like manner, Jesus took the cup, which represents his blood that was shed for us on Calvary. He blessed the cup and told them, take and drink all of it. He says, as often as you do this, you show forth my death, my burial, and my resurrection. Jesus is gone, but he's coming again. Y'all, y'all, Jesus is gone, but he's coming again. So I want to encourage us to get ready 
Stay ready. Encourage us to get ready and stay ready. Come on, let's stand to our feet as we prepare to receive our benediction. Brother Jonathan, thank you for coming to worship with us. Thank you so much. I'm sorry that you didn't get to see any children because I know the children are, are the, the lifeline. We got one. You got one. But he's such an old soul. He's such an old soul. But, but we are grateful to God for you coming to worship with us and pray for us that the children will come our way. Amen. Because if there's no children, then the life cease to exist. Amen. Because I'm not going to be doing this forever. Amen. I'm trying to come and sit on the mother's row with my hat on. We all pink fast. Amen. Amen. Let's let's pray. Gracious Father, we thank you for your presence. Thank you, God, for being so good, so faithful, and so kind. And now, God, as we go throughout this week, let us remember to read through Colossians chapter 1, 2, and 3. And they, we gleam and gain insight to spiritual things that you have for us. So give us wisdom and give us spiritual understanding that we may be able to take what we have read, what we have heard, and apply it to our lives. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Thank God and amen. What I say unto one, I say unto all. Watch, pray, live holy every day. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Have a blessed day. And I don't know how to label it.